much the podcast where we share stories about people doing a little much i'm Allie, and i am mason how's it going i'm doing great i feel well rested today i feel you it's look a... well rested oh stop it's a saturday which is different than usual for us <gasps> <laughs> there was a hair i had to get it <laughs> so how's it going my heart my heart rate just rose about 30 beats per minute he was just sitting next to me and there was a hair on his shoulder and i just had to grab it it was a little but it was a very it's like she was like trying to rip my ear off or something um i was doing great now i'm a little traumatized but how are you Bobby. good i'm tired you're always tired i know what but you have wrong? a legitimate reason yeah i was working until really really late last night mm-hmm. um but it's fun i get to meet a lot of cool comedians and help them record their comedy specials. So that's cool. So you get to, I mean, at this point in the year, you get to just like watch comedians for a living, basically. Yeah. I love that for you. Yeah, make sure they get on stage at the right time. Well, but I do have an update. You have an update. Remember my moth story? The one that was in the bed with you? Mm -hmm. And terrified you? And I'm so scared of moths. This is from our theaters episode. Yeah. Okay. Follow up. What happened? Sunday. Stop. It was a Sunday. I'm laying on the couch and I'm under my new Costco blanket and I moved. I've been laying in this spot for like an hour and a moth goes flying into the air and I screamed bloody murder and I couldn't it find it. It came out of the blanket. I was like, uh-uh, no. And then I had to smash it. Steve thought a neighbor had like tripped and died or something, but no, there was a moth <laughs> because that- of how like... My reaction was just way too big. <laughs> That's a little poetic. The moth came back. It was reincarnated and said, I'm back, bitch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just a butterfly. Misunderstood butterfly. So, anyways, I killed that moth and then... Heartless? Well, yeah, it was actually kind of sad. I'm just teasing you. I kill them all the time. <laughs> Mason hunts moths. I hunt them for sport. <laughs> Uses a toothpick as like a bow and arrow. <laughs> little rubber band and a <laughs> yeah. toothpick. A little crossbow <laughs> action. So weird. Okay, but this is not the end. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> you have issues. But actually, we should try it sometime. Not actually hitting moths, but... Yeah. Anyways, um, there's more to the story. Oh, no. Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. I'm dropping people off after hanging out. And I get to this one girl's house and we're talking and she opens the car door and a moth flies in the car (laughs) and it gets trapped between the seat and like the center console. Oh, and I we forgot that her car was somewhere else. So I had got we're at her house and we had to like drive away to go to her car. And I was like, I cannot drive while there is a moth afoot. Like I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot do this. And so we're both terrified of moths, right? Mm -hmm. And so I peer over and look in between the seat and the thing, and it's just staring at me like me. And so I was trying to get it out and trying to get it out. I was using a straw to like try to get it to fly out. Yeah. And it wouldn't. And then at some point it came out and I got it a little bit, but not enough. Like it could still like half fly. Oh. So then I ended up picking it up with the straw eventually. It took so long, like 10 minutes. And then I like 
put it outside and it like got carried away in the wind and I was like mentally just like yeah it flew that's it's still living it's alive it's fine but I was like I couldn't drive off with a moth in the car because if the moth started flying while I was driving we'd be dead yeah anyways but I thought it was really ironic it was like the moth's cousins heard our podcast episode and they're like let's get her (laughs) (laughs) i'm just imagining you like leaving the house and getting swarmed oh my gosh no but then we were googling moth faces because we were wondering where moth's eyes are why would you do that it was scary they're freaky and then sorry this is a whole moth thing but then my tiktok turned into like this thing i think actually steve sent it to me but there was literally this woman that like raises moths why i don't know she loves them but they're the creepy ones that i saw on google images with big old eyebrows eyebrows yeah no dude okay let's look this up i gotta show you i'm scared oh she fabulous mustache eyebrow Wait, moths are a little fierce yeah they're the ugliest (laughs) scariest thing but this one i saw i was like Okay, that one's kind of cute. I think it's the way it's, it's like huge. hugging the thumb. Yeah, yeah so massive. this is the kind of moth that she raises. They're Isn't cute. Anyways, so moths came up a lot for me this week. And then I Googled moths and their meaning. And one of the things was like death and like change and whatever. And I was like, all right, what y'all trying to tell me? <laughs> Careful. Anyways, so that's the moth update. I just like died. I was like, this is so ironic that mm-hmm. a moth is in my blanket and then one flew in my car. Right after telling you the story about yeah, I hate that. I hate that for you. Yeah, this was a really long tangent. No, it's an update (laughs) to but no moths. Twenty year old story. How old was I? (laughs) You had to. I was probably like like eight. Yeah, it's about twenty years ago. Eleven. Wait. No. Twenty-one years ago. Why Age. did I say eleven? Eleven. <laughs> Math classes with Allie. <laughs> We've moved on from English. Okay, that's where we're at. So, anyways, um, any other updates for the week, or do you want me to just get us going in the story? You know, I think I'm good. Do you want to just? <laughs> he was like, "You talk way too much." Do you want to start us out? Yeah. Or, so today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Today we're talking about falls and carnivals. In case you forgot, falls and carnivals, fairs and carnivals. Fall fairs and carnivals. Fall f- FFC. <laughs> FFAC. FFC. FFC. Y'all. FFC LLC. <laughs> <laughs> Fall fairs and carnivals. Um, do you want to take us away with the first story? I would love to. Please. This is from Broken Barista Mom. Okay. And I titled it, Elsa is your grandma. So just get ready. Is it Y-O, grandma? Yeah, Y-O. I And I wrote that. I love that for you. Thank you. Yeah. Give me the credit, Mason. (laughs) Why do I snort when I laugh? It's a recent development. I don't know. Ew, I hate that. So Broken Barista Mom says, Before I tell the story, there are a few important details to share. One, my daughter has never seen Frozen. She's two and only cares about Daniel Tiger right now. I'm fine with this. Okay. Two, she calls adults big friends. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I'm not sure why. It started with her calling the people she knows at church that, but now it's all adults she's in- she encounters. She calls her toys and her little cat little friends. That's so She has precious. her big friends and her little friends. Big and little friends. 
Three, she's going through a fearful phase where she's scared of lots of random things like smoke detectors. A guy at church inadvertently scared her and now she's jumpy around most people. Okay, so here's the story. So last fall, we discovered this little farm that turns into a kind of family fun place during the month of October. Mm-hmm. They bring hundreds of pumpkins in from the field that you can choose from. They have a hayride that runs on demand and little fall-themed places to take family pictures. It's very lowbrow and redneck. They have a children's dragon ride that is just spray-painted egg crate mattress pads glued to carts that are pulled by a riding lawnmower. So, like, very just makeshift. Cute. The barn where all the stuff is sold has hundreds of vintage toys lining the rafters, which I haven't decided if that's awesome or creepy. <laughs> they have a kid's play area that is just a bunch of ancient aluminum swing set and plastic playhouses. But the place is free, the pumpkins are cheap, and the apple cider is the best in the world and imported from another farm. And it kind of has a charm. So we've decided to make it a little family tradition to go there and snap some pictures of the kids and let her choose a pumpkin. That's fun. We went this past weekend and it was a gorgeous day. My daughter was so excited to run around and look at the pumpkins. We were there less than two minutes and I hadn't even gotten a picture when Elsa showed up directly behind my daughter. I need to describe this site before I go on. Elsa was a woman in a cheap Snow Queen Halloween costume that basically was just a heavy white dress with a couple plastic snowflakes and some faux fur trim. So this is her Elsa costume. It's giving, so, not it's giving New York Times Square. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just wait. I, I guess they figured having a Disney character would give them more business. Now, I don't want to be mean here because she was as sweet as can be, but she also looked as though she'd done a substantial amount of meth at some point in her life, <laughs> possibly that very morning. Oh, no. <laughs> she was an intermediate age, looked to be mm, 50s, but probably was 30s. Peroxide straw hair, one visible tooth. The whole effect was quite alarming. <laughs> Snuggletooth Elsa. <laughs> or the Snow Queen. But she clearly felt beautiful because she was prancing around like the bell of the ball. Good for her. So she's like, I don't want to be mean, but you need to understand what this Elsa looked like. Gotta paint the picture. So she appears directly behind my skittish two-year-old and bellows, do you know who I am? Toddler proceeds to scream in terror and scramble over pumpkins to get away from her and to the safety of mommy. <laughs> Elsa Joe quickly pursues her. Elsa Joe. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Elsa Joe quickly pursues her, repeatedly asking if she knows who she is. My daughter starts to cry dramatically and then covers her eyes with her hands. And Elsa Joe gets the hint that she's scared. Took her that long. Good for but her. But it's fine. Poor thing apologized profusely and she looked genuinely hurt. Aww. I made excuses about it being past nap time and she left to go scare some other kids. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter calms down and we pick out a pumpkin with a curly stem, grab a jug of apple cider and start to take some pictures. I'm just about to photograph her in a wagon with our pretty pumpkin when Elsa Joe begins to sneak up behind her again. She asks if I think she'd be able to take a picture with daughter if she just stands behind her. 
She's like, so I'm just creeping the background of this photo. But before she can finish asking, my daughter turns and sees her and begins to cry hysterically. Elsa began apologizing again and hurries away, but this time there's no calming my daughter down and we have to leave. Oh. My husband and I laughed about it. The lady didn't mean any harm, but the really funny and sad part is the next day while we were driving to church, she suddenly started whining. And when I asked what was wrong, she said, scared of big friend. And after asking what big friend she was talking about, she clarified, scared of the big white friend. (laughs) This whole long story wouldn't really be worth telling Though, if I hadn't snapped this photo right when Elsa scared her the second time. There's a picture. Behold. And then there's a picture and you have to see it. I am so, so excited. It is not what I was picturing in my brain, but it was better. Wait, I am thrilled. <gasps> <laughs> Wait. That's why does she look so angry? That's Elsa. Yeah, I know. Now I get it. She doesn't. She just looks like... Well, and then you see the dad in the background like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She just looks like a random Eskimo. Yeah, she does. And she looks like (laughs) just a crazy person prancing through the, I don't know. Anyway, she's already in the wagon with the cute little pumpkin. You see the dad. He's like, he's like, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do this to her. So that's her big white friend because she's just dressed in all white. (gasps) Anyways, guys, I'll post this on our Instagram or something so you can see it, but. Yeah. I gasped when I saw the photo. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, but it was spot That's on. That's not what I was expecting. But it's now that you so say that, like I should have expected it. Imagine your child just sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> they blurred out the child, of course. Child. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just thought that was kind of funny. Go away. Quit coming back. <laughs> yeah, you'd think she would kind of catch on after the first time. Or like, like why oh, are I you shouldn't... chasing the child through the pumpkins? Like, yeah, that's immediately, weird. no. <laughs> Stop. Anyway. Well, just the fact that she tried to approach the child again. Like, just leave I it know. alone. Move yeah, on. I know. Oh, my gosh. But also, that's it. I'm, like, really glad that the mom got that photo. Because <laughs> one day, the daughter will really appreciate that. I think so. So funny. So funny. Anyway, sorry. Started with a long one today. but No, it's good. I've got a short one to follow it up. This comes from a Trevor 8310 that um, sounds like a bad password. It does. So for context, this is on a Reddit thread that asks, former carnies of Reddit, what are some crazy crap that you've seen while traveling through a carnival? Okay. So carnies are people that work at carnivals. That's just the term I saw online. So a Trevor 810 says, I once watched a crackhead hit an old lady with a two by four and then threatened to hit me with it when I tried to help her. <laughs> oh. And then somebody responds. So two questions here. One, how many tries did it take him? And two, what was the prize? Oh, my God. That's so terrible. And, uh, just like it was a carnival game. Yeah. <laughs> that is so bad. Also, like, kind of scary. <laughs> just the visual of just whacking a lady with a two by four. It seems like, like a cart, like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Yeah, it totally does. What's the prize? What's the prize? That's so funny. People are so witty. But also, like... I was down like a rabbit hole of carnies and carnivals, and there's yeah. a lot of crap that goes yeah. on. Oh my gosh. Carnivals make me feel uncomfy now. Like a lot of them, I know we have like kids that listen and families that listen. I'm like, I can't share this on yeah, the podcast. Same. I'm like, woo. Y'all need to chill. Y'all need to. You need relax. Jesus. You need Jesus. Look at my hoodie today says, More Jesus. More Jesus. 
So y'all need Jesus. Yeah. Okay, I have a short one I can share. Okay. This is Onita 2020. Okay. In a corn maze in my state, a family got lost in the maze for three or four hours after closing and was still trying to find their way out. Finally, one of the parents dialed 911 and the police notified the owner of the maze who sent a worker out to bring them out. <laughs> but I'm like, you have to how do be... you get lost in a corn maze for three or four hours? Also, like, just walk through the corn. That's what a lot of the comments were. They're like, can't they just walk through the corn? Like, I understand that would kind of wreck the maze, but if it's been hours... And you're stuck in a corn maze and it's after closing, get out. Anyways, I saw a comment that was like, I don't know if it was the same group of people, but there was someone else that had this happen to them. And when the cops showed up, they were like 10 feet away from the street. Like, they were almost there. (laughs) (laughs) But then they were just like not moving because they called the police. Like, we're going to stay put. But they're like... just like walked around the corner, you'd be out? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's not funny. I was like, oh. people. I hate corn mazes because I get claustrophobic, but also one time I went to a corn maze that was not a haunted corn maze. Like it was a family friendly, so corn bellies. It was the happy side of corn bellies. Mm-hmm. You have the haunted half and the happy half. And I was in the happy half because I don't do haunted. Mm-hmm. And there was someone in there dressed up freaking people out probably wasn't an employee it wasn't there's no way it was because they like don't do that in this corn maze so i got like freaked out and literally like panic attack ran away because i was like he's gonna get me and now after reading about all these carnival stories i'm like they probably would have gotten probably was trying to get me oh that's so anyways i hate that i love haunted things so much just kidding do you like haunted houses sometimes I have to like really be hyped up to go into one and yeah. I always have fun. I feel like the last time I was in a haunted house was when I was in the haunted house. At Oh, back in, in high school. school? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I tried to take a guy on a date to a haunted house because he liked haunted houses and we got all the way there and then I cried and we didn't go in. I was in college. and i feel bad because i think steve likes those things but we just have never gone because i literally can't i think i need therapy hear me out (laughs) (laughs) okay i don't like things jumping out at me but i am more afraid of being stuck in the haunted house than i am like there's no way out like there is though yeah but like the idea of like being in hallways in tight quarters yeah. freaks me out more than the haunted house haunted part. Yeah, it's, it's just like one big long hallway. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I need therapy because what? <laughs> <laughs> but I genuinely think that's the root of the problem is I'm like, nope, that's a giant space that I'm stuck in. There nope. might be some repressed memory of you getting stuck somewhere. I know. I don't know what though. Mom, do you know? <laughs> I feel like I text talk- me if you know. Mom, text me when we get to this part of the episode. That's my favorite thing about mom right now. Is mom texting us while she listens to our episodes. All her like commentary. Oh, yeah. I feel like she's like our secret third person <laughs> <laughs> that's never been on the pod. She'll like chime in on stories after the fact. and It's so funny. Provide additional context. And, Anyways, you can and then you guys get to hear about her. Lucky yeah. you. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I dress mom. Like, Constantly. Allie's always addressing mom directly. <laughs> my mom is my BFF. No offense, Mason. I really don't know how we got there. I don't there. know how we got there either. Is it okay if I can read the next one? Yeah. All right. So I actually did not get who this is from, but it's also from Reddit. 
This comes from a guy that works at carnivals as well. Okay. While working. Oh. What? Sorry. <laughs> Epiphany over there. I did, and then I immediately didn't. I oh, okay. Was, yeah, it was fine. Fleeting thought. No epiphany. No epiphany. <laughs> no epiphany. <laughs> oh, epiphany. Get it? Oh, epiphany. <laughs> Good grief. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Think of um, the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. What do you mean, okay? No, okay. <laughs> Every time. <clears throat> Sorry, anyway. I had a yawn. Sorry, I'm so boring. Yeah, jeez. Sorry. Be funnier. <gasps> I'll try. You have a lot to live up to. I work with comedians. <laughs> Just kidding. So this will be our final episode? No, I laugh the hardest when I'm with you. Liar. No. Uh, <laughs> well, let me read this story. This comes from a guy that works at carnivals. Okay. So while working in my booth, I see a very large, I'm talking 400 plus pound man, walking in the exhibit hall. He's wearing super dirty clothes with holes, and he's wearing sweatpants with no pockets, also holes in them. And what stuck, or what struck me as odd was the fact that he had a huge, and I'm talking giant, maybe two feet long, corn dog sticking out of his pants, going into the front of his underwear, held by the elastic, about half of it was in his pants, and the stick went up to his chest. What? I stumbled for my phone to try to take a picture, but I was with customers, and this rare unicorn got away. Holy cow. <laughs> Just the visual. Are you going to eat that? <laughs> He's keeping it warm. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But the fact that the corn dog, he literally says the stick goes it's up to like his chest. so big. So it's like two feet long or a foot long or whatever. Just tucked into his underwear because he had no pockets to hold it. Oh, I was going to say just put it in your pocket, but I forgot he has them. And holding it apparently wasn't an option. Like what were in his arm? Yeah, I was like, was he? Did he it also have say. candy and stuff? Probably. Probably, but it doesn't say specifically. He's just holding it for a friend. For a friend? <laughs> no! <laughs> Please don't ever. If we ever go to Disneyland together and we get a corn dog from the little red truck, mm-hmm. just hold it in your hands, okay? Oh, okay, okay, got it. I was, I was a little confused, but. I just mean like I know that you now probably think that's how you should hold all corn dogs. Well, it keeps it warm. Never hold my corn dog like that. Okay. I will never ask anyone to hold my corn dog after this story. <laughs> oh no. I don't know. This story wasn't it's like even me that. Me putting sig- it in my bra. Just like. <laughs> the story is not that significant. Just the visual of a man tucking that was just so funny to me. It's kind of hilarious. It seems like something that would just be like in a movie or a cartoon or something. Just <laughs> the employee like trying to get a picture and then he couldn't in time. It's oh, just that's so, a bummer. That'd so funny. silly. It's so silly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have one. It's the A-I-T-A, so am I the a-hole? Sorry, everyone. Am I the jerk? Am I the jerk for taking my granddaughter to the pumpkin patch for the first time without asking her mom? No context? Yes. Okay. I'm just guessing. I'm babysitting my 10-month-old granddaughter for the week while my daughter is out of town. My older grandkids had school off today, so we made plans to go to the pumpkin patch and paint them. So I take the 10-month-old with us, and we have a great time, and I post pictures to the family group chat. My daughter was really upset with me for this. She said I took her daughter's first pumpkin patch experience away from her, and she can never get it back. She can't believe I would do that without asking her or considering her feelings. She accused me of trying to pretend like she's my baby. Now she's telling me it will be a long time before I watch her daughter again, if ever. Am I being insensitive here? 
I admit I'm known for acting without thinking, but with this, I don't feel like there's much to think about. It was just a fun activity to do. It's not easy keeping kids entertained at my age, so I always try to get them out of the house when I can. Mm-hmm. Plus, her daughter won't even remember this. I was going to say yeah, that. She says she can have her their own first pumpkin patch trip together. What do you think? I can understand both perspectives. Like, yeah. when you're a new mom, I can understand, like, oh, like you're just so excited to get their little fall pictures for the first yeah. time. But I, I mean, I can also agree with her, like... She's not going to remember. Yeah. But those pictures are going to live on. It's not like the mom's going to get rid of them because they are probably going to be very cute. Yeah. Well, and I was reading the comments because at first I was like, yeah, like I could see being upset. But I wouldn't like cut her off. Yeah. It felt like a very exaggerated reaction. Just like, hey, let me know if you're wanting to do something like that. I'll come with you. Yeah, exactly. But the comments were interesting because all the comments, I didn't write any down, but Mm. They were all just like, they were like, this seems like a very extreme measure to take for such a dumb thing. Yeah. You are probably the problem. What else have you done? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, valid. And then this lady was getting in like very mad at everyone in the comments. And so somebody was just like, based on your like inability to take feedback when you asked for it, Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess you're the problem. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Like, I was just like, wow, the daughter's a little crazy. And then I was like, I mean, we don't have the full story. That's the hard part with these kinds of things. It's like, especially in situations where they do seemingly have a very over the top reaction, it's like, there's probably some additional detail you're not telling us. Yeah. What's the con? What was something? There's something else that's got to be here. It's possible that's not the case. Yeah. But if she's reacting to the other commenters the way that she was, maybe she is the jerk. Yeah. So I don't know. But that's all. It's interesting. She kind of, I mean, if there is more context, it's probably going to be back on our episode like two. The mother-in-laws that make keys (laughs) and break into people's houses. (laughs) Climbing in windows. Climbing in your windows. Snatching your children (laughs) Exactly. I'm so glad you picked that up. (laughs) But it's probably her. Probably. So anyways. She's the jerk. I, I predicted it right from the beginning. You did. I did. Yeah. Thanks for going on that journey. Can I read another story now? This comes from TC Gunner 90, and he works at a Renaissance festival. Okay. Or Renaissance fair. So this happened to a couple of my buddies. They ship glitter for use in their fairy-themed booths at the festival. They have a large white van, and we're traveling down from Arizona. They get stopped by Border Patrol, who pulls them over and asks them what they are transporting. The driver, being a smart Alex, says, fairy paraphernalia. This, of course, gets their van searched. Fairy paraphernalia? Why would you say that? No idea. I mean, that's what it is, I guess. <laughs> Technically, but why would you be all suspicious? Paraphernalia. Sorry, okay. So the cops find all of these vacuum-sealed plastic bricks in the van. And now oh. I bet you don't know, but the way glitter is transported in bulk is in vacuum-sealed plastic bricks. Shut up. Looks exactly like drug bricks from TV or movies. <gasps> the cop grabs one and asks the driver what this is. The driver, still being a smart aleck, says, I'd like to exercise my right to remain silent. Stop. So. He wanted a glitter bomb in. So the cop pulls out a pocket knife to open the brick. The driver says, officer, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I bet you don't know that when you vacuum pack a powder and then break the seal, it explodes. Shut up. 
The officer stabs the brick, which causes five pounds of glitter to explode all <laughs> over him. The officer's partner busts out laughing and says to his partner, you're not getting back in my squad car after that. That is so bad. <laughs> so if you're ever driving down the I-10 in Arizona near the border, make sure to say hello to Sergeant Sparkles. Shut up. Wait, that's so funny. So not technically a carnival, but they were shipping to the carnival. That's so funny. That sergeant probably was so just hum like humbled so fast. But like at the same time, he was just doing his job. Like the driver was being a little yeah, bit of a smart true. aleck. It does look like drugs. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Sergeant Sparkles, if you're out there. Sergeant Sparkles. <laughs> That's so mean. I think but it's also, funny. I feel like even if he wasn't being a smart aleck, like the cop would have to check. I think so. But the guy could have been like, hold it away from you when you do that. Like, hey, it's glitter. It's going to go explode. everywhere, I promise. It's like the guy that makes the glitter bombs and mails it to people's houses or they set it out and then people steal them. Have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah. Like traps for package thieves. Yeah. Yeah, that. Mm -hmm. mm. Those are always fun. And then puts a camera inside that sends video back to himself. Yeah. Those are fun. Yeah, it is fun. I don't know if those are real now that we're talking about it. But it's fun. Mm. I've never considered that it wasn't real. You're probably right. There's a lot of things like that. I just like feel that. like that'd be a lot of money to waste on cameras. Well, the one guy that I know that does it, he's like a rich influencer person vibe on the internet. Uh-huh. So maybe. So probably his are real, but I don't know about the others. I don't know. Hmm. I enjoy them regardless. <laughs> anyway, this one. Okay. I'm just going to jump right in. Perfect. It's by Bitter Healthcare Hero. Okay. Stop bringing your blob to the pumpkin patch. Blob? With a pumpkin emoji. Yeah. Rant. My social media feed is overwhelmed with people posing atop a mound of pumpkins holding a barely conscious infant. Oh, this, a blob. Okay. Yeah. This being literally has no idea where it is, and you're acting like a parent of the year for putting it into a field of overpriced gourds. Oh my gourd. More cute. <laughs> <laughs> they said more cute dogs in pumpkin patches, less wrinkly worms pooping in their pants. Thank you for wrinkly, coming to my TED talk. Wrinkly worms. <laughs> and then underneath it was like, I don't hate babies. I actually like babies. I just feel like it's dumb that you're like taking people that don't understand things. Places. Like, and then it turned into this whole thread about not taking kids to Disneyland until they're like seven. Okay, but I've always said that. Yeah, but like, <laughs> here's the here's the thought: if you don't have anyone willing to watch your children, exactly, go. Like, don't just like not do fun things because you have a child. Yeah. So I feel like there was a lot of ranting about like people using their kids for like the Instagram posts and whatever mm -hmm. and trying to get clout or whatever. And I'm like, okay, maybe there is that. But like, really, like if you have babies, still do fun stuff. That's fair. I think it would be much more convenient to leave them home. But like, you're not always going to find somebody to watch your kid for a couple yeah. days. But I don't know. I think uh, somebody without children and somebody that doesn't take childcare into consideration when I'm yeah. thinking things sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, why would you spend that money? But a lot of the times these places have like free entry for those kids because, yeah. yeah, they're not going to remember. They're just growing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Okay, um, tell me a story before I keep talking. Yeah. Actually, that was my last one. Oh, I have two more. So settle in. 
This comes from Simone says, I was in... That is exactly what she had said. Simone says, I was really into this guy in high school and he asked me out on a date to the local carnival. I was a strange mix of nerves and excitement when he came to pick me up. We went to an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet beforehand. Classy, I know. And then we hit the fair. We split a questionable funnel cake and got on the zipper. And I guess the zipper is like kind of like Disneyland teacups, it sounds like. Where you like spin. Okay. Because a lot of people were talking about the zipper. I read about the zipper too, yeah. yeah. So they ate the questionable funnel cake and got on the zipper. It is here where this lovely story of young love took a turn for the worst. <gasps> In that small metal death trap, the funnel cake and non-authentic Chinese food were really not getting along. Oh, no. Before I could even warn my date, I threw up everywhere. <gasps> and you imagine they're spinning. Oh, no! The next few minutes were a blur of vomit and desperate pleas to get the ride operator to stop the zipper. I guess he couldn't hear us and only stopped the ride when someone in the crowd complained it was raining throw up. <laughs> we emerged, the two of us, coated in regurgitated Chinese food and funnel cake. They had to close the ride for the rest of the night. And he didn't call me back. <laughs> I am so embarrassed. Isn't that mortifying? Like, poor thing. I'm sweating. You're sweating. That is so embarrassing. It's it's the worst. Oh my gosh, that sucks. I need to look up the zipper. I Yeah, look it up because I saw one about a girl getting thrown out of the zipper. <gasps> oh, it's not like teacups. It's like a horizontal Ferris wheel looking thing, but it looks like your seats rotate. Looks like a conveyor belt kind of. And they, like, rotate around it, maybe? I'll save the photo. I'll post it on Instagram. Yeah, but, um, like... Yeah, it's kind of like a weird conveyor belt-looking Ferris wheel, but the, the seats you sit in flip in, like, a somersault yeah. rotation. So you imagine she's throwing up, hopefully not above, but if she's throwing up above people, raining vomit. Ew. I saw one where a girl got flung out of one of those. I saw one where the like lap bar thing didn't go down all the way, and so they were just like holding on for dear oh, life. But then like they're like, yeah, but it's back every year, and no one talks about it, and they just keep mm -hmm. keep doing it. I'm like, ooh, yeah, I could never. I'm with a carnival how, for the food kind of gal. Yeah, well, with how quickly they take down and put up these rides all the time, you could not catch me on this. Yeah, no, no way. I also saw a thread about arcade games at carnivals. Mm -hmm. And this guy's like, I worked at one for years. Here's all the tricks and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, don't do this one. Like the one where you pick up the duck and like get a prize or whatever. He's like, two of them are a big prize. The rest are not. Or like mm -hmm. the basketball hoops are actually ovals. So you want to do like, like you have to swish to get them in and stuff like that. And I was like, interesting. So we should study up and then go to a carnival on a double date. And That'd be fun. And then win all the Win things. all the games. We go to like the Utah or the, we go to like the state fair. That'd be cute. We should do That'd that. That'd be fun. Well, hey, I've got one more story. Okay. This comes from GatorFan84. When I was in eighth grade, my middle school took the entire class to the county fair. My friends and I went on a ride that was basically just a long row of seats in a single lap bar across all of them to hold you in as it twirled and spun you upside down. No. I think this is the zipper. Yeah, I was like, the zipper. After we all got on, a rather large gentleman sat down further in the row. Well, after he sat down, the lap bar was a good foot above my actual lap when it came down. <gasps> oh, Because no. he was so much larger than them. 
First time I got spun upside down, I fell right out of my seat, so I was doubled over the lap bar and spent the rest of my life, sorry, ride, just trying to not slip out and die. Oh, no. So, like, why would you even put somebody on the ride that much larger when you know it's going to be, like, flipping? Yeah, it's like, let them have their own bench. Like, give the kids the bench, put the man on his own bench. Oh, my Lanta. Lanta? I haven't said that in a long time. Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. But actually, no. Like, what? That's terrifying. I, mm, I hate this. I hate rides, but also things like this. Like I'm like, but that's the thing that was like controllable. Yeah, when you go into these theme parks, it's like they're so safe now, and it's like, why are carnival rides still allowed to be like this? I know, and why do you have like a ten year old running the booth? Like, not really. But when I was looking up these stories, I came across it wasn't part of our theme necessarily, but I came across Disneyland. Yeah, how you know how Thunder Mountain? It's like the Wild West ride. Looks like you're on a train, but it also just has a lap bar. Yeah. I don't know if they've changed it, but it's just a lap bar. And if it's too, <laughs> if you have too much of a gap, you literally just slide left and right. Yeah. And it was like the same exact story, just a different ride. And I was like, why is that still a thing? I know. Like, why are we not individualizing these restraints? Yeah. Well, I that's like one thing on Thunder Mountain is I always have to sit on one specific side mm-hmm. or else you're like holding yourself like from pounding into the person next to you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's fun, though. Well, so instead of that, we'll go to a carnival and just play the games. Yeah, okay. That's probably cheap. And pick out p- cheap pumpkins that'll last a week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. There's a place here? Yeah? Sorry, pumpkin patch made me think of this. They sell peach ice cream, and you can get, like, the cobbler on top. Where? It's up in Highland. I'll give you a link. But it was just like this. Van- so it's actually it's vanilla ice cream, but it just tastes like cream. If you're my nutrition coach. No, you're not. You don't hear this. Just get it over there. So it's actually it's like a vanilla ice cream, but it just tastes like cream. Like, okay. I don't know how to explain that, but it just tastes so good. And then they put actual peaches in it Ooh. and then a crumble on the top. And you can get it with like a syrupy thing, but I just did the crumble. (gasps) And it's like the fresh peaches because they sell peaches there. It was really good. Yeah, you'll have to tell me where that is. Yeah, I will. I'll send you a link. I'll report back. Okay. (laughs) Good. Oh, man. I love fall. I saw that outside today was going to be like 70 degrees and I was like, oh, I'm going to wear a hoodie today. Uh I am sweating a little, but it's worth it. That was me yesterday. I was like, high of 68. Oh, yeah. And then I literally died of heat stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Because fun fact, you don't spend the whole day outside. (laughs) Well, I was like running around at the comedy club in like a long sleeve situation. I was like, mistakes were made. (laughs) (laughs) At least I looked cute. Yeah, I don't know. I was sweating by the end of the night. I did not look cute. My makeup's like dripping down my face. Oh my gosh. Looked like I, yeah. I don't know what it looked like, but it was not cute. I love that for you. But last night was the fall equinox or something. Wait, is it autumn? Yeah, I think so. <gasps> my app told me oh that. Oh my gosh, is they it said, officially? How does this affect your sleep? And I was like, I don't know. Let's find out. I haven't read is that Is it really yet. the first day of fall? I don't know. Is that what equinox means? Yeah. Oh, I just assumed. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie pulls up her iPad and the first thing she sees is Snaggletooth Elsa. <laughs> Elsa Joe. 
Oh my gosh. Is it fall? Today. Mason! Well, I can hug you. <laughs> Should we hug? No. <laughs> okay. Stay away from me. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, that makes me so happy because <sighs> now I really can tell everyone that my whole house is already decked out for fall. It's cute. Isn't it? She has a cute little skeleton on her shelf. It is doing yoga. It's so cute. With a pumpkin head. And she's got, yeah, you've got cute decor. I like try to keep it kind of neutral and subtle, but like it's still cute. a vibe. And then I, I meanwhile, did... I made toilet paper pumpkins. <laughs> 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 but they're cute. They are. Mason's cute. I want him oh. to show you guys. We should just do a post of all the fall things. Yeah, look. Mason, they turned out so cute. Okay, here's the what you do. One. I'm a crafter now. Yeah, everybody I write work, this down. I craft. So crafty. So you take toilet paper. And the best part is you can still use the toilet paper when yeah, the season's over. Yeah, because you just wrap But it. I went to Michael's and got an orange fabric and then like an orangish brown plaid fabric. And then brown cardstock and then this is burlap. Like a green burlap. Probably like an inch or two thick. Yeah, it's like an inch or two. And then you take the fabric, cut it down to size, and then literally just tuck the corners into the toilet paper. And then you stick the cardstock in there to kind of hold it in place and then tie some burlap around it and it looks like little so pumpkins. The cardstock cardstock. The cardstock is rolled up like the stem. And yeah. then the burlap is like the vines because it's yeah. like green. I'll share it. It's so cute. I'll post it on Instagram. It's way cuter than mine. Mine's very like basic Target girl vibes. Oh, no, it's cute. Mine's very much crafter. Yours a very. It's a vibe elegant. though. I love it. Oh, you said elegant. That's such a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for that. I didn't know I needed that. But I did buy the same exact wreath that I have decorated. Like it's in my house on my bookshelf. Uh -huh. I bought a second one to put outside because I bought the first one to put outside stuck it on my shelf to wait until it was fall enough to put it outside and not be judged and then i decided i liked it there you waited to put it outside <laughs> we've had a fall like reef on our door for weeks that's fair it's my house i'll decorate how i want thank I you very little hello matt too with a plaid mm. like a black plaid thing to go under it oh that. maybe i'll put that up tomorrow. fall decorations are just cozy it's just so cozy and i like that it lasts a long time like it's what september october and november mm -hmm. and then you switch into christmas for a month and i'm like this is the vibe yeah do you clean up your christmas decorations right after christmas no i leave mine up until sometimes almost valentine's day past couple of years we've done a real tree so we've kind of left it up a bit longer yeah yeah, usually by end of January at yeah. the latest. Sometimes I feel like what happens is I just end up having a day where I'm like, okay, I'm over this. Like my house feels cluttered and I can't. I get to that point too. I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's it's feeling cluttering. Let's 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 get it out. And then it feels so bare when you get rid of it all. It feels like, like you're moving out. Yeah, it's like, can't wait. <laughs> oh gosh, but <sighs> we still got some time before Christmas and I'm sure we'll talk about that again then. <laughs> Probably. Let's talk about spooky season for now. Yeah, so our next topic is going to be haunted theme parks. So if you have any stories about that um, or any stories in general at all about spooky season, send it in. Um, the next few episodes are going to be centered around that. So Yeah. And we know that we've talked about theme parks in the past, but we specifically want to talk about, like, when they make over for Halloween. Yeah, like, Six Flags does, like, full-on haunted 
six flags it's the most terrifying thing yeah so we can look forward to that next week i'm excited to look into this i have never gone to one really i mean with the exception of disneyland but i don't think that counts um but like six flags at halloween i've never done i hear it's really fun it once I can't wait to tell you about it. I'm excited. <laughs> but we can... <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, don't but... make me tell you now. Don't make oh. me sing. <laughs> Do you okay, Kristen that? Wiig. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you guys can look forward to that next week. We'll be posting same time as always. Um, thanks for listening. We love you lots. Love you. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. If you have any stories of people being or doing a little much, share them with us at alittlemuchpod at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you don't miss an episode. And if you enjoy a little much, be sure to leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out. And check us out on social media at littlemuchpod. You can catch our podcast every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Love Love you, bye. bye!